And we are back. Couch Company Podcast. I'm John. With me as always, Tyler. Hey, hello. You were really quick yeah. on the volume button. Well, that's there. because I was a second Super late. Quick. You were a second late. I was Super sec- quick. It was, it was a thing. Lightning. Yeah. Your cat agrees. Yeah. I don't know if it picked up. It, it won't. But the cat meowed perfectly in response to that. Way too he fast on it. He is a jerk. Messed me up, but I'm a pro, so it didn't mess me up, if that makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Congratulations. I appreciate that. I'm glad one of us is a professional. You're a professional. Uh, not at pulling a fader down, apparently. You you do great. I mean, think about it. Like To be a professional baseball player, if you hit the ball 33% of the time, get a hit, I should say, not hit the ball. Like Putting the ball in play, that's different. Mm-hmm. If you get a hit 33% of the time, that's an MVP season. Batting 333, that's crazy. That's awesome. You're one of the best hitters in the league. And you've done the slider correctly more than a third of the time. So, you know, like okay. if you put it in that frame of reference, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. you're really good at the yeah. slider. But to be a professional, though, you have to be paid for what you do. I pay you in exposure. Oh. Is okay. every musician's nightmare phrase. Yeah. That sounds terrible. No, it's awful. Pay it's, you in experience. No, we don't really get experience. We get exposed. Like, that's what people will tell you. Like, yeah. oh, dude, but like, you'll get exposure and someone on the crowd could like hire you. And I'm like, yeah, but um, you could hire me. You could. Because you want me to fucking play at your restaurant, you, are you stupid dick. Are you doing like a solo? Is that something that will get the exposure? Because, like, how can somebody pick that out? Yeah, it's like, I mean, the classic, you're like, you're a piano player, right? You're playing at like a oh, fancy yeah, restaurant. Sure. That's like the class, like La La Land. You ever sure. see that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't. I've never. That's with uh, Ryan Gosling. No, I never saw it. Oh man, Emma Stone. Great movie. Yeah, he's like a musician. She's it won some act- stuff, right? Actress. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Great I'll, movie. I I'll recommend it. it. Yeah, you should yeah. watch that. I'm pretty hot on my picks right now for you. Recommended Suits. Suits is really good. Love Suits. Suits is not as good currently. Told you. Does it get? It doesn't get better. What season are you in? Four, <clears throat> which is the always the terrible season. Yeah. Uh, what's Easily. happening? You're gonna have to jog my memory here. Uh, well, spoilers for Suits for people that haven't started yet. It's but like they, they, they broke up. Old. They're in different. Uh, Mike left. Yeah, it's downhill. From, yeah, it's it's over. That's like season one through three. Sad. Golden age. Yeah. Did he go to prison already? Spoilers? <laughs> I guess it's spoilers. He didn't? No. Fuck. That's a thing. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, maybe okay. it does pick back up because that was a pretty good arc. Okay. Sorry. Damn. Who broke up? Mike and Harvey. I'm getting my timelines messed up. I thought that happened later. I apologize. <laughs> spoilers for Suits, by the way. I if you're say, I, I'm in. actually kind of upset now. <laughs> I don't, right. I don't ruin anything. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how it happened. Yeah. That's not a major development. When did uh, Star Wars come out? 1978. When, okay, I'm sorry. When did Episode 7 come out? 2014. Okay, no, hold on. When did, when did the last one come out? 2018. And- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 18, 19? I think I got like all that. three of those wrong. Seven is it seventy eight for Star Wars? That's what I said. Yeah, whatever. Um, so I spoiled the end of episode nine for Kyle. Uh, I'll do you one better. David 
Yeah. Lord of the Rings, David, if you're listening to this, which you never do, but if you are, you fuck, spoiled episode seven for me. Han Solo. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, like that, what do you mean, yeah? No, it's just like... you. I could say that about Suits. Like, yeah, of course he's going to prison. They break the law every episode. Yeah, that's true. Dummy. No, that's fair. I, I guess what... Like, I would have been shocked if Han Solo didn't die in episode seven, just they, for how... They should have like, killed Chewbacca, in my opinion. Ooh. Wouldn't I mean, that get you more? I don't think they should have brought any of the old cast back. We can't rehash this right now, but like... No, I, I, I disagree. Luke should have been back. Yeah. Maybe uh, Carrie Fisher. She did fine. Yeah. But Han Solo was terribly done. And mm-hmm. doesn't ruin Han Solo, but gets close. It's it's kind of funny because Sad. with how bad he was there, he was actually pretty good in the new Indiana Jones. It's like you could really tell, you like, can tell. he likes one of them yes. more than the other. Yeah. May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy seven, in the oh, United States of America, Star Wars, episode four. At that time, wasn't called episode four. We didn't know it was the fourth one in the series, A New Hope. Was it not called episode four in the title and like in the scroll? No. So what did the it original? say? Yeah. Just probably said Star Wars, A New Hope. Oh, okay. Although you said, I will you said say, that very I will confidently. say, no, no, I'm 100% sure. Okay. I will say though that um, George Lucas did have a lot of it planned out. I was watching a video the other day on, it was a rehearsal with John Williams on Duel of Fates. So this is episode one, of course. Some might say the best episode, and then those of us on planet Earth say it's the fifth best episode, But <clears throat> which is generous. <laughs> but uh, they're, they're rehearsing it, and uh, Lucas is there like talking through it, and he's, he's talking about the third movie as oh, they're okay. rehearsing Duel of Fate, which is really cool. He's like, um, they were talking about the choir component specifically, you know, like, you know, this is an epic thing. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's really important, this fate theme, because of what the battle is going to be like in the third. It was really cool to hear, like, he conceptualized the whole thing. Yeah. Say what you will about Lucas. I think his macro is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, his conceptual, he conceptualizes the big picture extremely well. Yeah. Like, Sidious taking over the Senate and stuff, that's great. Like, yeah. that's such a great plot arc. It's it, all the dialogue and yeah, the little... Yeah, it's, it's the technical piece yeah. of it. It's the micro. It's the fucking Gungans. But he has a very it's specific the, taste on a lot of that stuff. It's, it's Anakin's terrible. Yeah, Anakin's not great. The love story is awful. Like, I mean, yeah. how do you fuck up a love story? Like, making a good love story is difficult, mm-hmm. I would say. But making an average love story is like a slam dunk. We've been doing this since the beginning of time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. It's here's the thing, like I don't think Hayden Christensen is just a very good actor. I, I appreciate him. <sighs> I like him for everything he's doing. I thought he was good in Ahsoka. Yeah. But like being good in Ahsoka isn't good in Ahsoka. He just has to stand there <clears throat> pensively, say three lines, yeah. smirk at the camera, right. and then fight her. Like that's it. Right. I it's sad though, because I wanna I want him to be good. Yeah. I root for him. He and he's, I feel look, so he's bad canon, for him. You can't recast like it's just like he is Anakin, good or bad or whatever. It's just like, that's him. Just like Natalie Portman's Padme, and I don't think she was very good. Natalie Portman's not good, period. I thought she was very good in uh, V for Vendetta. Like, how do you go from that that's, to That's Star a great Wars? point. That's a great point. Maybe it's a director diff. Maybe. Or v she for, was my... For, she was younger, I think, in 
that was what ninety eight when that first one came out. So she was episode maybe one. Didn't. Yeah, she would have yeah. been Viva Vendetta yet. Viva Vendetta is fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, I think nowadays if they pulled them back in and redid it and everything, it'd be better. And kids nowadays coming up too are much better actors than they were back then. Yeah, that's true. Which is like. They have to have like no life, right? Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Right, like, sure. the, yeah. uh, I don't want to know what happens in that nope. world, bro. It's like you don't get that good unless you're, you know, like not yeah, going to school or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, it's weird because these these guys just come out of nowhere too. Like Timothy Chalamet was just like suddenly he's everywhere, right? Like he's right. gonna be freaking Willy Wonka, you know? Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I it's. Well, it's the Illuminati, probably, right? Like yeah, they handpicking the hand who, who are gonna yeah, godify or I mean, obviously, well, I wouldn't deify? say obviously, but I don't know. it's probably not true. But there is something to that, right? I feel like Hollywood does like pluck people out and say like, oh, we're gonna make him a star, or her a star. Sure, yeah. Like that's that's pretty obvious to me. I would say, right? They yeah. totally push people. Who is the chick in um, Marvel, the uh, Valkyrie girl? Is her name Valkyrie in this thing? Oh, what is her name? from Fast and Furious. Yeah, is she from Fast? No, no. Yeah. The black hair? Yeah. She's in Fast and Furious? Yeah. I haven't seen a Fast and Furious in a long time, but she yeah, was in like Men, Men in Black. Uh, was she Men in Black? Yeah, yeah. Right? It was her and She was Thor. in Dungeons and Dragons? Dude, I don't know. No, we're talking about two different people. I told you. We're you talking sure? about two. Yes. The Valkyrie person. Yeah. You want to put a cheeseburger on it? The girl who's running new uh, Asgard. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's the queen of new Asgard. Yeah. Does she not, is she not Her Dom king? Toretto's by- love interest in Fast and Furious? And, You're talking about and- two different people, bro. Okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out, man. Sorry. They're know. not even close. I can't that, wait. That makes you me so mad. You want to put a cheeseburger on that? Yes, cheeseburger. Right. Shake my hand. Shaking your hand. Thank you. Oh, I can't wait for this. No, dude. You're, you're crazy. So what is this? Thor Love and Thunder, then? is probably the best... Uh, no, it's not Love and Thunder. It's uh, I just need to get the, the best one. I just need to get her. It's fine. What's the What's the good one? Uh, I yikes, forget. I'm so off. Yeah, you're so <laughs> off. It's like that was the easiest cheeseburger uh, of my life. Yeah, yeah. Tessa Thompson is who you're thinking of. Is who I'm thinking of? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, very bad with uh, actor names, but I can see her face, and it's not the face of Dom's girlfriend. Nope. Definitely not. Yeah. It's not even in the same universe. It's from... What? It's pretty close? It's... Should we Twitter pull it? It's close. Should we Twitter pull it? It's close-ish. Should we Twitter pull it? I could see... Look, I could see them being sisters in... Like, if they they brought this this woman in to Fast 12... Okay. And be like, oh, it's Letty's long-lost sister. You'd believe it. Well, we're talking about a universe in which... I'll give you... I'll tell you this. Marvel's more believable than Fast and Furious. In general? Yeah. Yeah. I believe what yeah. happens in Marvel is more sure. theoretically possible <laughs> than Fast <laughs> and Furious. Kind of like how Dom Toretto and uh, uh, John Cena are brothers. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> in, in that. That's bad. In that world. Yeah. John Cena's great, though. Love that guy. Peacemaker's great. Peacemaker is one of the best pieces of fiction ever made. Did you watch it? No. No, you should. It's funny. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Everyone tells me to watch it. And you know my thing where it's like everyone tells me to watch it. I want to do the exact opposite of that, which would be not watch it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I, like that's just everything. Yeah. It's like you got you to gotta, you gotta 
there's a strategy to get me to watch something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a strategy. Mm-hmm. So originally, what I was going to say was when the last Star Wars came out, I ruined the Kylo Ren dies to Kyle. Oh, we're going all the way back there. Yeah. Okay. And and Kyle, well, talk, talk, speaking about spoilers, so... That was like 20 minutes well, ago. I know. I just got to finish this thought because my mind keeps going through it. Okay. Uh, but I told that to Kyle and, and he was like, oh man, like before we got to see the movie. So then uh, he told Gerard that, that we were having a kid. No. That's not because of it. No. I'm just, I like to prod him a little bit. So you, say, you went to go tell Gerard and he's like, I already know. Yeah, we we were waiting to tell Gerard. John and I were going to tell Gerard whenever we were just like playing like right. Diablo or something. Yeah. And Kyle's like, so I might have already accidentally told him because like they like drinking or something, saying like, oh, well, we have to push the soccer. I thought trip. it was calculated. I thought it was like, no, 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 it wasn't like malicious at all. No, it had to like be. No, you couldn't see Kyle. The Absolutely day not. Not for something you like spoil. That. Episode nine, he writes in his notebook like, as soon as I find out Tyler's having a kid, I'm going to ruin it for someone. Let me put it this way: if anyone would do that, Kyle would be that guy. Because he he likes to think ahead and be like yeah. meticulous, right? But he's not malicious, yeah. So he wouldn't, he wouldn't if it wasn't something it. that not that it's like super serious, but like that's kind of serious. Not really. It's not really serious, but you know what I mean. I like, just it's felt like, bad because it was like, oh, you know, Gerard officiated our wedding. And yeah, I just want to let him know. Yeah, but he got a, he got a little preview. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep, because he officiated <laughs> your wedding. That's like a sneak peek. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know how Kylo Ren. So Kylo Ren made you think of that. No, we're just or Fast spoilers. and Furious made you think of that? No, no, I just wanted to finish it off. Speaking of Fast uh, and Furious, Fast and Furious, and how Hollywood picks their people, plucks them. Yeah, uh, like a turn. Adam Driver is a weird one. He's good though. Yeah, he's good though. Yeah, yeah, he is a weird one. He, um, like, he's not attractive, right? You mean like I don't think he's, he's not attractive. like a George Clooney, Brad Pitt, like a classic George Hollywood. Clooney. Is it just me, or did George Clooney fall off the face of the earth? I think he's being a little bit more nitpicky. Yeah, but like the, he was the in the last... Flash. No way. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, speaking of spo- so spoilers, the Flash is a terrible movie. Wow, terrible that's not movie, a spoiler. right? Yeah. So, uh, Bruce Wayne, Batman, Batman, spoilers is uh, is Ben Affleck in the Flash Justice League universe, right? Yes. So then they go back. Correct. Do their flashy flash, and now it's Adam Keaton. Or Adam Keaton. Adam Keaton? No, Michael Keaton. Oh Adam Keaton. Oh man, my, 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 dude, my mind's Adam West? this week. Did they go that far back? Adam West is in there. Well, isn't he dead? Yeah. Every Dude, everything is CGI'd. So oh, like really? Henry Cavill CGI'd. All the Batman, the Superman, like- Wait, like what? Christopher Reeve CGI'd. Dude, they just they pulled everyone in because they probably watched Spider Man, and then we were like, "Hey, wouldn't it be great if we just pulled all these characters in?" The only real person was Michael Keane, and I, and Ben Affleck was there for a little bit or whatever. So anyway, all the flashy flash stuff happens at the very end of the movie. He calls up Ben Affleck, and he's like, "Okay, Bruce, I'm back. Blah blah blah. blah. All this happened. I, I fixed everything. Okay, we're good." And then Bruce Wayne's car pulls up, and. Uh, and uh, George Clooney, George Clooney out. pops out. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. It was kind of it that's was like, awesome. man, I can't believe you. I, I would love to know how much money they paid you. Too much, just to do that Way one little much. cameo. But like, imagine if DC was good for a second. Let's picture a world. I can't. I can't. Do you think? 
Do you think if DC was good and they pulled that off, that would be better than Spider the Spider Man movie where they pulled that off? I don't know how you how you do that because well, you have you it's an homage to all the the previous dude. The people. CGI was so bad. It was well. Let's pretend like you, it's well. I guess there's no way to how do that. Yeah, because the the homage would be yeah. like okay, you can't do Val Kilmer, right? Like that nope. poor guy. <laughs> you could you could do George Clooney, sure, like that, but like. You had Michael Keaton in there, but they did it with the, I'm going to call it the Marvel style humor, but they pulled it into the DC movie. So you have yeah. Michael Keaton, which is like this dark, gothic, like completely different tone yeah. pulled into this other universe that just does not work. Michael Keaton was yeah. fine, but it was just so bad. Well, that's that's been DC's entire problem is yeah. they try to do they, the Marvel formula. That's Star Wars problem too. Yeah. If we're going to go back to Star Wars. As soon as episode eight started, it was a Marvel joke. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. You can't escape it, dude. They just think it prints money, which it kind of does, which makes me want to throw up. But it's terrible, dude. There, there's more than one tone. And I like the Marvel style, even though I think it's kind of like a caricature of itself these days, it seems like. Yeah. It's gotten so ridiculous. Not, that, you know not what I mean? everybody can be Tony Stark. That's the problem. Nobody can be Tony Stark. Right. First of all. Um, which is why I should have just ended after the Infinity Saga. But they're soulless, and they just want money, which is understandable. I mean, they paid a lot of money for it. They they, they want their... They want to juice it till yeah. it's dead. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know... It'll go It'll go back up. No. It will. It's dead. It, it'll go back up. No, it won't. Yeah, what's going to happen is they'll have their next big Avengers movie where all the people come together, and all the people that are like... they'll It'll get rave reviews... Making this up, but it gets rave reviews in the box office. Okay, now people are going to go back and rewatch all the movies that they missed and get hyped up again for it. And then they're too deep. They're too deep. See, originally in the first phase when that happened, right? You have Iron Man, which was a great movie. Yeah, and then you have you know like Hulk was was terrible. Um, and you're saying so like the equivalent of that was Avengers came out and that changed the game forever, right? And then people went back, but there was only a couple movies you had to see. If you go back now, if that happens now, there's like a hundred quintillion TV shows you have to watch, all these movies, all these things. Yeah. Like the hours you have to spend, not comparable. I don't think it's 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 not the same. I guess, but you don't need to watch all the original stuff because that ended. So like with Infinity War, no, you no, can no, no, not, that, like, not even that. Just that phase because of the TV shows alone. The TV shows alone are just absurd. Yeah, they're like what eight episodes? That's way longer than any movie. Like you had I guess, Iron Man, yeah, I guess Captain so. America, Hulk, and Thor. You had four movies you had to get through, which is a lot. But like, yeah, you can skip Hulk because it was bad. Hulk wasn't as bad as the. They other couldn't. Hulk. Even, they couldn't even get the right actor. What do you mean? They had the wrong guy in there. Well, they, that was before they got Ruffalo. It was a joke, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was fine. I thought, I thought he was okay. He's better in Fight Club. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's better in just about every other movie he's in. I'm not saying that was What other movie was he in? Um, I love Fight Club. Illusionist. Dude. Fight Club's a great movie. Mm-hmm. You ever see it? Yeah. Brad Pitt? I think it is good. Is it overrated? You think no. everything's overrated? No, I, don't, I think it's appropriately rated. It's in the top 100 movies of all time. I'll give you that. Yeah. It's in the top 50 movies of all time. Yeah. 25? 25 is pushing it. Pushing it? Yeah. Okay. Just trying to feel you out. 
I would have to actually sit I, down I have and to calculate. Before it. It's yeah. definitely in the top hundred on IMDb, which I think yeah. it might be pretty high up there. I could see it in the top fifty for me. IMDb is interesting. Like Lord of the Rings is like top five. Yeah, but the it's more I think, about, film. the more I think about it, it's like that might be correct. Yeah, it's not even on my top ten personal list, but I might have to redo it because I'm like, I was listening to the soundtrack this week. That's why the, I put the poll up on Twitter at Couchco Games. Mm-hmm. Everyone picked Star Wars, by the way, which is probably the correct option. But I wait. What poll? Uh, better soundtrack: Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. Oh, like this is before, like back in the day. No, I just did it this week. You did it again? I did it again. Oh, okay. See if it changed. So wait, who won? You said Star Wars won. Sweep. Last time I checked. What? Yeah. Man. Did you what? vote Lord of the Rings? I thought you voted Star Wars. Originally, and then, we, and then we watched all the Lord of the Rings. I'm like, it's you not swapped. even close. You swapped. Yeah, 100% I swapped. I don't remember that. Oh, this was, I mean, this was last year. Lord of the Rings is... It's incredible, dude. Yeah. Star Wars has a, a few good ones, but Lord Star of the Rings Wars. Is so good. And I liked your argument for Star Wars because it is. I don't want to say more iconic, recognizable, but it is yes, recognizable is the correct word. Star it is Wars more was one of the first films to do theme songs in the in the like in the movie, right? So like sure, when sure. like they have different themes, like yeah, that's like what Leia it's called. Leia has a theme, yeah, 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 yeah. which is. And they have it where it's like Leia has a theme, Han Solo has a theme, Han and Leia have a theme together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like that's the cool. <clears throat> well, um, I mean that that's been in music forever, but yeah, in movie in terms of movies, that might be one of the first. Maybe I don't know. I mean, Imperial March is fantastic. insane. Duel of the Fates is insane. But like, even the opening title crawl, man, yeah. it's just great. Yep, so good. If we were talking like theme songs, then then there's a a bigger. I was listening to The Shire today, though. I'm like, fuck, it's so great. Good. Yep. So good. Yep. Minds of Moria is so good. That just came out. The Fellowship. There's a dwarven game that came out. Yeah, it was bad, but the song's good. Yeah, the song's really good. song's good. The movie's good. The game, not as much. Yeah. Best Lord of the Rings game has to be... Uh, what's it called? Lord of the Rings game? Yeah. Hmm... Probably Shadow of Mordor. That's what I'm thinking, but um, Return of the King, like on PS2, I've It was heard a good slaps. movie tie-in, yeah. yeah. It, out of like all the movie games, that's one of the good ones. Yeah. Like that's a good movie game. Wolverine. Wolverine's a good movie game. Spider-Man's a good movie game. Iron Man was actually okay, and Captain America was okay. For different reasons. Iron Man had some really good controls. Those. I don't Captain I don't America think was... I would put those in the same classification. Captain America had Batman combat. Like Arkham Combat. Okay. <laughs> They're not good games, though. Uh, I mean, the original Spider-Man fine. games were so good, bro. Yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Like Tobey Maguire days, I'm talking. Not the new stuff. Speaking of which, new Spider-Man came out yesterday. Today. As of recording. Right? 20th. Yes, today. Yeah. As of recording. 91. You playing that? Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I don't know if I... Oh, man. You're not going to play it? Oh, here, I'll convince you right yeah, here. Ready? Right. Yep. 25 hours to beat the campaign. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's great. Everyone was complaining about it. I was like, are you kidding me? That's that's exactly what I need right now. Beat it in a week. Get Be done with it. Love it because it's probably great. I mean, do you think that's in the conversation for game of the year for you? Would that 91 be over 100 critic reviews? It has to be. Yeah. Right? 
So that would be the only reason why I'd play it is to be able to talk intelligently about it. Like if it's oh, like, you have no desire to play it. It's not that I don't have any desire to play it. It's just, I mean, are we segueing into video games at this point? <laughs> I'm floating around. All right, Diablo's really good. Oh god, Diablo is very very good. Yeah, it and is. And like that's all I'm thinking. About. Like when you have a bad day at work and you're just like, man, I'm just exhausted and, yeah. and just burnt. Yeah, Diablo is just that's just it. mind numbing. Like you just talk and hang out with the guys and you're just killing monsters and, and I love that I so mean nice. that's balloon tower defense man yeah that's exactly what that is but even balloon tower defense has some strategy and like definitely like that's so it's Diablo to an extent but Diablo at some point you get set in your like I wouldn't say strategy I would say button clicking button clicking sure yeah but you don't have to focus too too much unless you're like trying to like really press like nightmare dungeons and level up and different things like that. But if you're just grinding XP and just talking and like BSing while you're, hey, I got more loot and the right. loot just keeps going up, numbers keep going up. You could do that on autopilot and so it's, it's more nice. like a cookie clicker kind of situation. Maybe not quite to that level, but yeah, that, there's yeah. some there's some micro to that game. There is. You yeah. could click and cookie and get a cookie. It's my highest played uh, Steam game. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. It's like 400 hours on that. Mine is probably, uh, might be Rocket League, actually. I got a couple hundred hours on Rocket League. Yeah. What a great game, Rocket League, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, I heard Diablo. So Diablo has resurrected itself, it sounds like. Yeah, it's season two started on the 17th. It's vampires. So everything's blood they related. Surviving? They're not surviving too well. Like we're we're murdering a lot of vampires. <laughs> gotcha. Um, that makes sense. Everything's blood related, dude. Everything was blood related. The yeah, day it it's came like out. the season of blood. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I would I would hate to see if it's the season of blood. <laughs> God, can you even of, see anything? Is your screen just red? Tell you what, there's. I think there's actually more blood in the campaign where it's like literally raining blood than in the season of blood the season of blood it the, the only bloody thing is like you're just picking up vials of blood that's like currency. i'm telling you dude it's like somebody i mean look i enjoyed diablo i think it's a very good game yeah but it's like a 13 year old like <laughs> was trying to be like oh i'm gonna make a rated m game it's just like there's gonna be blood everywhere yeah just, this guy's yeah. gonna get his head this, cut this off priest is gonna get bludgeoned to death priest and he's his, gonna be a demon they're gonna yeah. convince him to all kill themselves i'm like yikes bro yeah this isn't too bad and i skipped through the the story yeah um but it was, it every was quick Oh yeah, I mean oh, it's good. not it's not meant to be like a, another campaign or anything like that. That's going to be in like an expansion, but this gotcha. is it's like an extended side quest. That's okay, cool. that's um, good. But like everything that I had an issue with from season one, the original game and stuff like that, is like fixed. Like it's crazy how they tweak some levers and do different things. It just feels good. And I think I texted you like the next day. Like we stayed up till like three a.m. because yep. it felt like remember the loot cave from Destiny. Yep. And you're just shooting in the loot cave. And it was kind of boring, but like, dude, that loot just feels so good. So it's just like, we're just going to keep exploiting this until they shut it down. Yep. And last night, or not last night, but whenever, the 17th or whatever, when we were playing it, it, it truly felt like we were like just breaking the game because it was so rewarding just throughout the entire night. We went from literally like 45 levels. In a night. Wow. Which is insane. Like, you don't do that. No. So it was just like they gave, they gave every all the XP. We were just, it, it felt good. The horse <clears throat> feels better. It's faster. It, it moves better. Um, just like little quality, like gems don't take up inventory space anymore. Right. Uh, just like little quality of life things. 
it's just better where it's like, oh, I, I have to go to my like stash, like you have your big chest or whatever. Yeah. And before you had always like run into the wardrobe. Now there's just a chest next to every vendor. So it's just like, oh, I want to like swap things around and do things really quickly. It's just right there. Yeah. And it's just so much nicer. And the uh like the the gimmick with this, like last season it was like you have to get a heart and then you have to like break a heart open and then put it in a gem thing in place of gems, making gems even more irrelevant. But then like you can't swap them out and like they had certain abilities and it, it was like it wasn't fun. Right. In this one, it's like did did you play the Helltide where like it was actually raining blood and you had to go and collect like fire things and if you died you lost half yeah, of them. And of course. Stuff. So there's that, but blood. <laughs> uh Genre. and and it's a whole other area where you're you're gathering blood vials and stuff, but you're getting so many of them and if you get like fifty and everyone gets fifty, you can all like throw blood in these like altars and get like six legendaries as you're fighting. I don't know. It's like, it felt really, really good to play. It's a dopamine. That's all it is. Yeah. Pure, pure that. And like even dumb little things where it's like, okay, we're going to go to a dungeon. Now, whenever you start the dungeon and click on it, instead of like teleporting you in front of the dungeon with a loading screen, then going into the dungeon with a loading. Now it just puts you in the dungeon. You go through it, hit another dungeon, warps you the next dungeon. It's just like, Everything just feels faster and and moving, and it's why wasn't it there originally? I think they didn't want people to blow through the content, and they were trying to stretch it out as much as possible, thinking people would just keep grinding and keep playing the game. And I think now they're just like, screw it. Do you think all is forgiven? Um, people are fickle. I don't think all is for, like I'm not going to go back and like change my score. Like when the game came out, it was an eighty for me. Yeah, um, but you said I, I said last night it was an eighty-eight. Now, just from that, but that's what I'm saying. It. So you have yeah. changed your score in your head. I've changed for this season. Yeah, yeah, sure. So you're, it's an eighty-four overall then. If you if you want to average and yeah, sure. Well, yeah. If you think of the game as a whole, it's like season one happened. Yeah, that, that was a real thing. That was real. But season one, I would actually put less than eighty. Yeah, you have the original game, which is an eighty. Season one. Which is like a 76. Season two. 88. So that's what, like 82? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm happy. I'm playing a sorcerer. I'm having a blast with it. I'm Nate, happy Nate for Hopped you, dude. I was playing with it. Um, yeah, you said Nate was having fun, which that's, that's a red flag. Or a green flag, I should say. That's a green yeah. flag. Yeah. Because when Nate has fun, Nate hasn't played games in... Well, this is actually a good year for Nate. Yeah, <laughs> he's, game, he's, he's doing pretty well he's this year. He's got some pretty good but, games uh, going on. Spider-Man just came out. He'll play that probably. Will he? Yeah, he's he a big Spider-Man. Spider-Man he, right? well, he has it on his, like, his entire arm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, this is a pretty good year for Nate. But there was, just, there, was a, there was a while there he wasn't really playing anything except Tarkov. Yeah. So yeah. good year for Nate. But yeah, since he, if he, if he likes it, that's like a green flag, right? I think so. I mean, it's worth it's worth coming back. If you played Diablo and you were like, "This is fine," I don't. Have time. And then you hated it. I don't. Have time. Then it's like, okay, this, it's worth checking out. I don't have time. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll get to level 100 on this one. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm happy for you, dude. I want you to be joyful. There's just too much out. Well, it goes back to our original conversation with Spider-Man. Is like yeah. there's just too much out. Where I do want to play Spider-Man. Understand that I have to play Spider-Man. But uh, Wizard with a Gun just came out. That's an indie game that, that I want. Indie game I want to try. I saw it though. 
Um, so I kind of do know what there, it is. There's a couple indie games that, that have popped out that... You play the indie games, I'll play Spider-Man. Yeah. And then you can't stop me when I want to make a game of the year. Yeah, I know. It's easy. That's, I don't... You don't like that? You I don't, don't like, like that, that trade? Yeah, because I'm sure Jeff's going to play it. And I don't want to get, will, get ganged up Jeff, on. Jeff will be here again as the arbiter. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, because we can't control ourselves. Spider-Man's okay. Spider-Man's I, great. What yeah. are you talking about? No, it's, it's good. I just don't... I'm, That's the best version of Spider-Man. Yeah, 100%. Okay, well, what are we talking about then? I'm talking Spider-Man's about Spider-Man's one of the not, best characters ever made. It's not the type of game I want to play right now. That's, that's oh, what okay, I'm struggling okay, with. Okay, it's okay. like Spider-Man is, is good. It's an okay game. When I want to... Okay, oh, well, well, look, the way you're phrasing it is kind of disrespectful. That's all I'm saying. When I, when I f- look inside myself David and Diver say, is okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's an okay game. Uh, so, did, for an indie did, game. Even David Diver, they came out with a ton of extra play stuff. It, bro. I can't. Why? There's not enough time in the day, man. There is. No, I got to watch Suits with, uh, with Chelsea. You can't? A little Steam Deck action? I could. Oh, yeah. But then I, I, I... You feel bad. I The moment I start being on my phone when I'm watching TV or something, yeah. like she's constantly on her phone. She While never you watch just Suits? Watches, yeah, she never just watches okay, the TV. Okay, so I, I was on board with you. Now I'm a little bit off board, so... What, what do you mean? She, you're saying she's on her phone constantly when you're watching TV together? Yes. So, well, I thought your initial point was I, as soon as I start doing that, you know, I'm kind of cheating the experience, but it sounds like she's already on her phone. It has nothing to do with cheating the experience with her. Like, we're together, it counts, right? Like, we just kind of have that. <laughs> yeah. What I'm uh, saying. Chalk it up on the board, man. No, what I'm saying is, like, if, I, if I'm on my phone yeah. for a movie uh, or a TV show, yeah. I enjoy that show, like, immensely less. Like, just if I'm not putting my full attention to the show, I just. I do not enjoy it as much. I thought it was about Chelsea, and it was like no, a sweet no, thing. No. Like, Dude, I just Chelsea always, is the most chill, laid back. Like, I would, like, I would have to seriously try. Like, I would have to like not talk to her for like a month <laughs> for her to like, hey man, what are you doing? <laughs> You're both kind of laid back, though. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Do you think that's like a you know, you have like two protons together, a little science. Okay. A little science for you. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't repel, but you know, you kind of, a little slippery slope action because you're both super chill. So it's like nobody's like being the initiator when it comes to like, you, does that make sense? You mean just in general? Yeah. Like, hey, let's go out and watch, you know, go to a movie or, you know, let's do something. Yeah. For stuff like that, maybe you're right. But just for general. I'm just, I, I don't know. Yeah. I general mean, like day to day, like we'll. She'll come home from work, yeah. and we'll hang out, eat dinner together, watch yeah, yeah. a couple episodes okay. or something, and we'll go and do our own thing. Wow. You're living the life, bro. It's She's the best. Yeah. She is the best. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> nah, I, li- I, li- I like Chelsea. She's great. Um, no, but Spider-Man's good. Spider-Man's a fantastic game. Saying it's okay, super disrespectful. I'm sorry. I don't mean it's okay game. I mean, it's, I it's, totally it's understand. a good game. I just yes. don't I don't You're not in the mood for it. That's... That's totally understandable, but the like, way you're phrasing it, it's like you're taking my, a little dump on in it. In my mind, I'm like, all right, man, you need to play this game for game of the year. It's like, okay. And then it's like, you have to pay $70. But remember what to, we said, dude. Remember what we said. We said, as soon as it starts feeling like work, yeah, you know, we don't want to do it. So like, if you're sitting there saying to yourself, yeah, dude, no, I, I don't want it. This is a chore. I, you know, well, I'm, I don't want you to beat your head against the wall. I'm, I mean, you're taking point on this one. Right with Spider Man. So like, if we wrote something up, yeah, or if I we am. Were, you would. I would be on. You. I'm the leader. Yeah. Okay. 
then well, all the pressure's off me, and I'll I'll play it, and it might be the uh, swinging around the city might be perfect for what I want. I don't know. It's the the best mechanic in any game ever. Yeah, I think that is the best it's way of traversal hook. in any game. Ooh, the the web slinging, dude. Even back in two thousand five, bro, it was so immaculate. From from what I see of this new one, I could probably get there with you. I'm trying to think of like all the different traversals. Well, just think of the evolution of it. Like I'm saying, like even those original Spider-Man games, the web slinging was always so incredible, and that's so many generations ago. It's like this is this in my mind, it's got to be the best traversal system any game. I think the only thing that I would challenge you on, I think you're right, but the only one that I think would come close and like just the is uh, Batman. No, 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 no. Transformers. Transformers. Yeah. War for Cybertron. Wow. Where like you're that's, like fighting and doing things and you that's jump more in of an, air. Man, does that count though? Because that's more of an arena. Rather than like an explorative, well, from like arena to arena, you jump in midair and like you're going through like a level, and you you turn into your little uh, like plane and zip through and then like transform Star- midair. I think we can agree, Starscream is the best Decepticon yeah. of all time. Uh huh. Just want that on record, sure. But <laughs> um, having podcasts is great because like, you can just you can just say whatever I, you want. Yeah. Well, no, you can say things and it's immortalized. Yeah. Like now it's when they, the when they, you know, mm-hmm. are thinking about what John Perez said 250 years ago, yeah. it's on record that I said Starscream is the best Decepticon. You, you have said it out loud onto the internet mm-hmm. where if they so choose- We will live there someday. Every single person that downloads Spotify or any podcast for that yeah. matter yeah, could, yeah. could in theory listen and absorb your- knowledge and words it's not a spicy take like i think everyone thinks that or most people (laughs) think that but i do want it to be well known that a i'm on the decepticon side they did nothing wrong and Mm. b starscream's the best do you count beast wars as decepticon autobots or they're they're slightly (sighs) different technically because i like that raptor or whatever uh, that raptor guy yeah. Uh, Do you know what I'm talking about? I think you're dating yourself. I I'm know, trying to get there, I though. I, I it, that was a cartoon, right? It was one of the first 3D cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get... Was that... Were there... Were there I, I might be conflating some things. Do you... I'm thinking about some Gargoyle thing. Is that part of that, or is that no, a that's, different that's thing? That's the show Gargoyles. Okay. That's Wait, a cartoon. Same era? Same era? Uh, a little, I would say that might be a little earlier, but yeah. Same time, like back-to-back time slot? Is that how like I'm getting Like pre-before you were born? Yeah, probably. This is all before I was born, yeah. dude. Anything you talk about seems to be before I was so born. So you have, you had like Gargoyles and Aladdin and like- Aladdin, and, yeah. And those cartoons. Like yes. The, that was like the, the Sunday morning. Right. Lineup, yeah. And yeah. then whenever, a, a few a few years go by, uh, John Perez- Baby John Perez is born. 1997, January 18th, 10 days before That's Final when Fantasy you were born? Seven. Yeah. I, I would... The greatest game of all time. Actually, I'm going to look it up because I, I would okay. expect that's when Beast Wars... Came out? Like Beast 97? Wars and Reboot and like all that. Is. It's the... Can I see a picture of... Be- I can just look it up. Yeah, I'm looking it I up. I think you know. if I see a picture of Beast Wars, it will spark my memory because my mind is like a supercomputer. Like once um, I get an input... Like I remember yes, everything. This, it, Beast Wars actually uh, debuted in 1996. Yeah, you're it, it was on for three years. Beast Wars. Yeah. Oh, it is a Transformers thing. It is Transformers. I just don't oh. know if they're considered Autobots, Decepticons, or if they I have their you. own little names. 
How does this fit into the the uh, the lore of Transformers? I, is this I couldn't tell pre-exist? you. Pre-exist? This I, is it? Whenever. This is it? That's it, yeah. So when I saw Beast Wars. Is this Wars, a meme? What is? I've seen this monkey. Or this yeah, probably. I mean, that's it's just bad CGI. I that's was like, a meme. That's like a recent meme. Well, I mean, I it's saw not this like recent. It's least like recently. A, yeah, it's a. I think this is a recent meme. <laughs> I don't remember this shit, bro. You, this looks. Yeah, like you a, weren't born. This looks like a like a bad trip. It's not. <laughs> oh it wasn't God. great. Like it was like rat trap <laughs> and like there's a little rat. There's yeah. rat rat. What trap, was his name? Rat rat tra- no, it named rat trap. Rat trap. That's a cool name. Cheetor was a cheetah. That's a less good name. And then it's Optimus Primal, not Optimus Prime. This is a little off topic, so I apologize. Um, I mean, that's ever, all we've been doing. We're just riffing. What's, what's do you going? ever watch Bionicles? You know no. what that is? Oh, I know what they are because that's the Lego spinoff thing. No. Bionicles? Bion- oh, is that a Lego 100% spin-off? was a is Lego, that Lego property. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I guess that is Lego property. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like a Lego property, but you're, it was you're a, right. It was a cool, like, hey, these, these kids Is that after Legos you, though, right? are growing up. That's after you. No, that was right when I got out of Legos. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's the definition of after, Tyler. No, like, when I was still into Legos when Bionicles came out. Yeah. And then I got off Legos before I saw the next thing. That's the last. So you were into Bionicles at first. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last thing I remember wanting in a Lego. Mm-hmm. When did you come back into Legos? Uh, When Chelsea got me the Millennium Falcon. When was that? 10 years ago. Wow. 10 years ago, you were back in. So you were 20... Uh, Give or take a year. Five? Yeah. Yeah, 25. 25? Yeah. Okay. Whenever we first moved in together, she got me... uh, I guess technically it would have been our second year together. Um, But she got me the Millennium Falcon. I cried. Well, the Millennium Falcon, Falcon top five spaceship of all time. I'm really just throwing those spaceships out there uh, and or top fives out there. Oh, I'm always fishing for good topics. Which that's a that, great that's one. a great one. That's a great one. And that one would write definitely be on the list. Yeah. I will write that down. Um like Apollo eleven, definitely not, right? Like no. terrible spaceship. Maybe that's top five worst spaceships. Firefly would be a good I one. I never saw Firefly. Um Isn't that crazy? I feel like Star Trek would have to be on there. Uh, we no, can't do this now, no, but yeah. Star, I hate Star Trek. Well, it just depends on like... I'm just kidding. I, I've never seen like Star most Trek. iconic or, or something like that. Well, that's always the debate. I'm trying to think. I mean, like... Chelsea Nor- just came in. What'd you say, Ben? Yeah, yes. That's the that's Star Trek? Star Trek, yeah. The Normandy, obviously. That's personal. That's personal. Yeah, Normandy's But I don't awesome. care. It's my favorite thing ever. Our favorite thing. Well... I was I so I sent you that video on uh, episode one the spoof song. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Skeeter or something? Yeah, Skeeter. Um, and I will say Tyler is an episode one fan. Thank you. He's an episode one fan. I didn't even remember who this kid was. Like I had to like. Okay, I guess story time. So Trevor Moore. Did you did you see my sticker that I sent you with Gerard? No. <laughs> I sent if you go back and look at the video. Oh, oh yeah, with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You okay. sent a picture of him. Right. It's so funny. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So Trevor Moore was a he's he was a comedian. <laughs> rest in peace. Um and he had this sketch go- show called Whitest Kids You Know back in the day. Um anyways, after that he did he was like with Comedy Central for a while and he would do um these like albums, like these funny albums, uh, and just do like spoofs of things. So I sent Tyler a couple of his songs. 
a lot of them are really fucked up <laughs> and weird. <laughs> He's, he was a weird guy, but um, <clears throat> this one was like a, a Skeeter spoof. And the song's about... Kister. K- Kister? Kits- Kitster. What's his name? Kister. Kister, I think. Anyways, is that his... So you were letting, you were letting me say the wrong name? Yeah, it's definitely not uh, Skeeter. Uh, it sounds right. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a Close Tatooine enough. boy. Yeah. Anyways, Kick... Kitster, Kitster or something? Yeah, let me look, let me look up the spelling. Anyways, um, <clears throat> he was like Anakin's K I T S T E R, Kitster, Kitster. Yeah. Uh, he was like Anakin's friend in Episode One, I guess, right? Yeah. And I just had no recollection of this guy because he's like so <laughs> insignificant. But yeah, because it was him and it was like the little Rodian. Yeah, they were stuff, both like, slaves, right? They were all, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You're so funny, Annie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I'm trying to not remember. Okay. That. Um, it's <laughs> terrible. He's just terrible. That he ruins the movie. Um. No, that wasn't that wasn't Jar Jar. That was the Rodian. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I had like the same voice. <laughs> Again, episode one expert out here. <laughs> um, I'm butchering this. It's taking too long. Um, Kitster. Yeah. There's a song. The song is from Kitster's perspective, talking about like what he's wondering what Anakin's up to. Yeah, he's like defending him when he's like <laughs> kills the Jedi Temple. And stuff. I was it's a funny I, dude. Song. I was literally song. just laughing out loud. Chelsea yeah. was in the bathroom yeah. and like I was just laying in bed, it's just good. listening. And it's laughing. good, right? Yeah, it's a good song too. Uh, pretty catchy. Anyway, I think it's called Kitster's Song. If you want to look it up on YouTube, it's, it's so funny. It's very funny. Um, but you but have to, you have to like. Tyler knows. Yeah, he knew immediately. <laughs> he really knows Kister <laughs> because, like, I I would listen to this song and I was like, "Who the fuck?" And then like, I looked it up, a picture, and, and yeah. it all came back to me. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. what a brilliant song! <laughs> so funny." Anyways, that was a that was a big sidebar, but you should go listen to it. It's a really funny song. Yeah. So what are, what have you been playing? So I have two things I've been playing. Continuing Cyberpunk. So I'm midway through the DLC now because I started Cyberpunk from the beginning, which I think that's totally the correct way to do it. I know it's a big time investment, but the 2.0 update in Cyberpunk is so good that it is worthwhile to start from the beginning, get familiar with the, the new skill trees, the new mechanics in the game. There's like vehicle combat now. There's like... All this stuff. Melee combat's yeah. really good now. Sneaky Archer's still the greatest way to play any video game on the face of the earth. Which now that I men- now that I mentioned that, might be why Starfield's not higher. Like imagine this. And we always go back to Starfield yeah. somehow. But say, man, this is important. Okay. Yeah. This is important to get on the record. Yeah. If Starfield had a great sneaky archer build, mm-hmm it would be up there with Skyrim. I think that might be the missing link in that game because sneaky archer build, all is forgiven. All is forgiven. Because let's put ourselves into 2012. We're sitting there on our Xbox 360 in our PJs eating a cinnamon Mm Pop-Tart. Probably. And we're sitting there playing the new Elder Scrolls game, Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim. Thanks, Todd Howard. And we're playing it, and then we figure out, you know, all like the collective unconscious that Sneaky Archer is the greatest build ever, and that's the only way to play the game. Like, you can try to play Magic. You can try to play Two-Hand. You can try to Sword and Board. You will always go back to Sneaky Archer. It is the pinnacle of evolution in terms of game mechanics. Now, if you have that gameplay in Starfield, and I will say the Starfield sneaky 
sneaky beaky mode gets really good when you get really high level, but the initial sneak is yeah, terrible. It ways, yeah, it's too long. You can't. Yeah, yeah no. It's not good. But uh, the only reason I I found out that the, the sneaky build was really good is I saw these like montages of people just destroying bases without getting caught. Yeah, jumping around, going invisible. I was like, I want to play that game. But yeah. I don't want to put fucking 60 hours into it before no. I get there. And it's not like, what do you get for it? I don't know. Like, it might feel good, but like, that's it. Like, it doesn't. It should be there from the beginning. So that's my rant. Starfield, I, it would have been three points higher if the sneaky archer build was viable. Sure. I'll give you that. I think that's, that's a fair assessment. Okay. Cyberpunk sneaky archer is great. It was great from launch, but now it's still great. Was it? Yes. Okay, because I played it. I played it too. I felt like I wanted more. So when you're okay, when maybe you're it wasn't talking, great. Yeah, when you're talking ahead, sneaky sorry. archer and stuff, yeah. and you're like you're sneaking around yeah. and killing people. Yep. Are you hacking them too? I am not. I go okay. So I go classic sneaky yeah, archer. Yeah, I got you. All right. I go Skyrim bow headshot. Sure. Quadillion times damage. Yeah. Head explodes. So that's different then. Because yeah. I was hoping to like hack a bunch of right. stuff and kill people sneakily that way. And I didn't That's think that was That's the 2.0 as sneaky archer, which is a fair way to play. Now, I will say for someone like you, the hacking components, like all the skills are so much better in the 2.0 update. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go hacker build, totally viable now. Melee is so good. Sneak is still great. Run and guns, you know, great as well. They also have skills. So they have specific car skills now. So like they really, you know, highlighted the vehicle combat, which is really fun i think not perfect but still fun um that would be a really good game like a mad max game where like it's all about the vehicle combat like twisted metal yeah mm, yeah like we need twisted metal back maybe that's mad max was great the game that that is the perfect b game like an 83 yeah i could see that it hurt me a little bit when jeff was calling arkham asylum a b game (laughs) Well, yeah, he's not wrong. I don't think he's wrong. I don't. Oh, man, we're going down too many paths. Sorry, so sorry. Continue, continue. No, no, this is important to bring up because should it be? Mm, this is this is the same argument with Portal One versus Portal Two. Like, just because Portal Two eclipses Portal One, and you can see like a clear progression and evolution of the game, does Portal One get punished because of that? I don't know. Like, does Portal 1 get worse because Portal 2 realizes the full potential of what that game could have been? Well, Jeff never, Jeff never played the second Batman. So he, he's oh, so he doesn't even it. know. Yeah, it's just, it's an oh, older, it's an older oh, game. Wow. It's an older game. Okay, so, so that totally mind, it's more of a, a B. Throws away my theory. A B tier. It, it's one of those things, like, when you're looking at it, it's not like a Call of Duty. It's not a right. AAA title. It's just like these. But like, he kinda, likes Vampire and Masquerades. That's such a, that's. It's a B game. Vampire the Masquerade? Yeah. He thinks that's an S game. We're not talking tiers. We're talking so like you have your AAA games and you have like your like your oh, you're B, talking your B budget. game. Yeah, it's just like uh, here's a game that like it's a smaller studio or it's more of a niche title. Why does that make you feel bad then? Because I just love Batman. So it's just like, it, but that's it, not a knock on it. Then. It's it's not a knock on it. I'm saying my initial knee jerk is like, if you don't think the Arkham games are the best games ever made. Yeah, but we're not talking best. We're, you're saying we're talking yeah, budget. I know, but I, I just said he was right. I'm just saying, like, that's... My uh, knee-jerk I, I thing so, yeah, is, like, sure. oh, Dave it's the Diver perfect. is amazing. You can't say Yeah, but Dave the Diver is not a AAA game. No, it's that's just game. a fact. Yeah. No, right. I know. I'm just... just I'm getting know. confused why you're getting offended by that. I'm not. I'm like, saying... Like, if he said 
Arkham Asylum is a mid game. Yeah. Talking like quality. Then, yeah, then I would. Now get, that's knee jerk. Yeah, you you suck at life because this is my favorite game of all he, time. He was right though. It's it's like in this era of cuz like you have the Arkham Asylum games, you have Mad Max, you have um uh there was like this like spaghetti western like shooter game. You have like Red your Dead Mirror's Redemption? Edge. And, no, that that's a the higher profile game. It was um <laughs> slightly wet something Wet? Yeah. A Western game was called Wet? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what it was called. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but yeah, the, in the 360 era, there was just a lot of those type of games that yeah. were like well-made, smaller experiences yeah. you could you could play. And but not indie like, games. Right. It was like, like that, a mid, that mid, middle, middle part. Yeah. Like a B tier. Like you had a say. studio behind you, but right. it wasn't a Small studio. Call of Duty. Yeah. It wasn't like Call of Duty and Madden. I fucking hate Madden. Yeah, I know you do. It's just like, I'm sorry, I, I got us off track. But okay, Cyberpunk's Archer really good. And, and, sneaky Archer is yeah. the best way to play. If a Sneaky Archer's in a game, it is the best way to play that game. I will die on that hill. I will I will take a sneaky arrow to the head on that hill. Yeah. And uh, so I just had a blast. Cyberpunk's great. The 2.0 update's great, and it's hard to say. Like, the DLC is fantastic, right? So the, it like definitely deserves its score. I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know if I want to. I want to necessarily score it because I want to see how it resolves, just the story and everything. But yeah. it's hard to separate the DLC and the 2.0 update, right? Like they're in tandem, right? Obviously, those mechanics affect the DLC, so it's like it's like a whole new game, right? Also, it's important to point out that playing from the beginning is extremely important because the DLC update canonically the way it makes sense happens like in the middle of your experience. So like in the middle or end of like act two is probably the best place to start doing mm. the DLC. And I think a lot of people just did their max character and then they went to go do the DLC right before the final mission. And I think you kind of lose a little bit there cause it's, I don't want to spoil anything, but it just doesn't really make as much sense. I, I guess that's maybe, fair. Maybe I yeah. don't know. Okay. I can, you can definitely do it, but I, because like what happens is you're in the middle of Act Two and then you're just walking around and you get a call from this chick and she's like, oh, I can help you out. And it's like, it just, it's more natural that way mm-hmm. once you experience the game and it kind of flows within the main story of the game, right? Um, it's kind of cool too. So you can go in and out of Dogtown, which is like the new area. So it's just totally at your own pace. You go in and out. I actually really like this mechanic that Cyberpunk does as well, which is, this is like an immersion thing, which you know is like really big for me. It's like you you can just mainline quests, right? Like you can just force them. But like what they do to like get you to do other things and make it seem more flowing and like a real world, it's like, oh, you finish a quest. Okay, I got to get our plan together. I got to contact some people. I'll call you in like two days. And it's like, okay, wait two days until he calls you. So you could just sleep for two days if you want to rush that storyline. Yeah. But it's like, oh, yeah. let me go do some side quests. Let me go do some gigs. Let me progress another story while I'm doing it. It just like, feels so much more natural mm-hmm. and immersive. I love that. So I've been having a blast. Yeah. Long story short. Long story long. It's a great game. Cyberpunk might be in my top ten. This experience... Yes, dude, wow. this experience, it's everything I want. And I talked about this during our initial review. That world is like 
almost everything I love in like an in a aesthetic in like a world, mm-hmm. right? Like in a not fantasy world, but a made up world. Like it's urban environment, which is I love. You know, like I love New York City. I love that grittiness, the lights, the sex, the drugs. <laughs> the you know what I mean? Like roll. all the, it's like yeah. all this like what would you call that? Degeneracy? Yeah. I just think it's like, I don't know, it's like exciting. It's like bad, but it's fun. Sure. Anyway, so I love that. I uh, love the atmosphere, but then you get like the nomads on the outside. You get that desert scape, so you kind of get like best of both worlds kind of deal. It's like kind of post-apocalyptic-ish where it's like they're kind of rebuilding society because there's like a nuclear war and stuff. And I don't know. I just love the game. It's so good. The Keep- combat feels great. This, I think the story's pretty solid. I Count, guess they're you know, they're going to be doing uh, Witcher before they come back to Cyberpunk. Then I guess, huh? Yeah. So I was reading an article. They're no, this is the only DLC they're doing. They're not doing any more DLC because specifically they're moving on to Unreal Engine. They theorize that if they work with an established engine like Unreal, they're not going to run into as many problems as using uh, whatever I forget what their engine's called. But that's a shame because I think. Witcher still might be one of the best looking games. Just like in like time, just like walking around, the way the lighting hits and everything, like it's it's very well done. I think the best looking game of all time, it's Horizon. Red Dead Two. I think I think Horizon looks better. Much better. Uh, yeah. The new Horizon. Yeah. We haven't even seen it on PC. I know. I don't know if you can say that. Like Red Dead Two on PC is better than Horizon on PS Five, or, or worse I think, than Horizon on PS Five. I think it's uh, apples and oranges in that Red Dead Two is very realistic looking, but Horizon is just so mm. freaking beautiful. And like, Horizon's great. No other game makes me stop and be like, "Oh my goodness!" Like I can't believe how good this looks, or just like the light. I don't on think it gets enough stuff. credit either. Right? Yeah, it really doesn't. But and that's very subjective. That's just that's my opinion. Yeah, I, I think they they do a lot of really good stuff with it that I think looks gorgeous and so varied yeah. and stuff. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. It's a tough one. I mean, there's a lot of good looking games. Forza, not good. Yeah. So, anyways, the other game I was playing, uh, Forza Motorsport. So they did a Mortal Kombat kind of thing where they're, they just dropped the number. For some reason. Well, Mortal Kombat kept the number. They just went back to one. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I <laughs> guess they reset. This time they dropped the number. Um, super disappointing. Uh, Forza is super just disappointing. Not, not I wanted, better. I wanted to love this game. And my history with Forza is like, I'm not like this huge longtime Forza fan. Like some people who listen to me might think that. Forza Horizon 5 was the first Horizon game I ever played. And then the only Forza Motorsport game I played was Forza Motorsport 2, which came with my Xbox 360. So it's been a very long time since I played that. I just like cars. So it's like, yeah. and not the Pixar movie, although I do like the Pixar movie. I'm talking about cars as in automobiles. Auto, yeah. Automobiles. <laughs> automobiles. Uh, but I did play Grand Turismo. Is it Forza with a T? No. I know it's not spelled that way, but I think it's pronounced Forza. It always Forza. gets me. Forza. That's how the guy pronounced know. it in the trailer. Yeah, but we're, was he American? I don't know. I don't know either. Now you got me thinking. Nah, eh, whatever. Yeah, so Forza was like uh, super disappointing. Um, now what? Okay, let me let me. 
Cause you talked a little about a little bit about this last week. Yeah, but so it just didn't get better. You did you play more of it? I did. It, ultimately, dude, the game is like just kind of boring, mm-hmm. which is so sad. And I and I don't think like you might say someone like you might say, oh, I just like the arcade racing more, which is totally viable. I am on board for the motorsport aspect of it, right? But I think how the game is structured, it's just so slow and it's structured in a way that is like, you can't you can't be that slow in 2023 and you can't be that slow in a racing game. So what do I mean by slow? I mean that, first of all, you have to do a practice run every time before a race. So you gotta you do- You have to? You have to. Unless they changed it. Like when I was playing it, I had to do a practice run. Yes. Unless I'm stupid and I didn't figure out how to skip it. I'm pretty sure I had to do a practice run. Okay. So I have to do three laps of a practice run, which is like, that's not short. And especially if it's a longer track. And then I got to do three to five laps of the race right after that. That's like crazy, dude. That's, I don't know. Like, what would be way better is, and what they did in previous games, is if you qualify. So, so you do your practice runs, you like adjust shit, and then you pick what position you're in, and then adjust how many points you're gonna get if you, you know, place or whatever. So there's, you know, you you pick where you start, which is the stupidest shit I've ever. Like, why would you do that? I, I mean, why would you not just start in first place every time? I, it's just easy. Was that like a difficulty tweak? I guess, but there's also a difficulty slider. Oh, is there? And then there's rule settings where it's like, oh, you can have like realistic tire wear and cosmetic damage. Oh, yeah. And like like if you hit someone, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is cool. I like that. That's good features. I think all of that is done really well. I think like the tire, like I think the technology itself has come a long way, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think the tire wear is realistic. I think the cosmetic damage is is a lot better obviously than it used to be. Like a lot of that stuff's good. I think the driving feels really nice too. Um, so like all the mechanics in that aspect are really good, but like, it's just like, dude, I have to, I have to race like six laps before I finish this level. And then that's one of five to complete like the first circuit or whatever. Like the game takes forever. But see, that's the that's the thing with Horizon, where like I don't think there was that big of. I mean, I, granted, I'm not nearly into these games as much as you are, but like the actual driving, like the races, didn't seem that different between yeah, Forza Motorsport and and it's Horizon not, Five. It's not huge. It's not huge. So it's like you have roughly the same thing. Then if you don't want to do the practice run, you don't want to do this. It's like okay, and then you have this open world that you just kind of go through and yeah, you, yeah. like just explore yeah. it and just take in the amazing looking scenery. Yeah. Everything I played in this one is just like gray and boring and just like, I don't know. Like I, I just wasn't, it's, it's, you know, it's the realistic motorsport. Now, like, here's the thing, dude, you're absolutely right. But I think again, that comes down to like, you just prefer like the arcade version of it, which is totally fine. I think a lot of people do. And like, this is for hard, the hardcore, you know, racers type, People. Yeah, but you're not getting the hardcore according to what you're saying. I I, th- I think if you're that into it, and I, you know I'm not that good, so I, I can't really discern too much of a difference. But I think like if you're really into it, you can you can definitely. Is it like the? It's more realistic three, than Forza. Three for screens, sure. Horizon. Your, your pedals and your steering wheel all set up and go that route. Well, I have my steering wheel and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. People get into they have like gloves and stuff. Yeah. Dude, they get so into it. It's crazy, but um. I just think the way it's structured, it's dumb. Like I was thinking like, 
they didn't have a lot of tracks. Like I was going back and looking at past games. Yeah, did you go like, back and check? Like, did, were there more tracks back then? I I wasn't able to determine because there's like so many DLCs and stuff. Oh, yeah. and I don't know what like the launch was, but um, like I I don't know. Like they have some of the iconic tracks. Like they have Mabel Valley, obviously, which is like the staple from Forza. You know, they have uh, Lama, twenty four hour track, which is like iconic. But they have like the Nuremberg Ring, but only the Grand Prix part of it. They don't have the whole or you know the whole track and it's like oh that's coming later i'm like dude this is one of the most iconic tracks in the world and you don't have it on yep. launch it was just super strange to me um yeah but that could be there's I mean, there's one or like two formula one cars in the game like so weird dude just like and i know they got to have dlc but i just i i think i it was lackluster the amount yeah, of but cars. the expense of the game itself like i don't know there there used to be a thing where it was like when games came out the sequel was just bigger and better yeah there were like 200 less cars than like horizon it's crazy or something like that yeah that's that's wild like yeah. shouldn't you at least match horizon like i know horizon has like trucks in it and other things but, yeah, like, but it also has a freaking open world <laughs> like well it, yeah it, that's like, what i'm saying it, it, it's different yeah but, it, but we can't Go more in detail with the there's there's a million cars you well, can no, put in this that's game. That's my argument. Yeah, is like if Horizon has more and it has the open world. Like if if you took away the open world and said we're just going to focus on the cars instead. Yeah, sure, yeah. I'll give you that. But if you cut back the cars and the tracks and the, it's just like, it, I will not be shocked whenever it's like, hey, buy this new track and three cars or yeah. whatever for ten bucks or whatever. No, it's already it's no bleed it dry. It's a hundred percent what they're gonna do, and it's the perfect kind of game to do that for because it's like here's a car pack, here's a car pack, here's yeah. a car pack, and it's, it's kind of scummy. But like, I you can't complain too much until the game of the year edition comes out. I, I can't complain too much because it's like it's on Game Pass, so like it was ten dollars. Yeah, that's how you want to calculate it. So it's like okay, you know, I'm getting this game for ten dollars so like i don't know you have to balance it but, but then you also have horizon 5 that you could just download well yeah and there's so many things out now right but um i think my biggest gripe of the entire game is uh not i think definitely the biggest gripe is the leveling system the leveling system is terrible in this game you have to level your individual car and not even the type of car so if i level my mustang and I buy a new Mustang, like the same Mustang, mm-hmm. but I have two. That one starts at level zero. I don't save the progress that I have what? driving the Mustang. Yeah, isn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> I have to re-level it. It's like the individual car itself. That They got to change that. That's stupid. And here's the problem with this. You level these cars, and the different parts of your car are locked until you reach a certain level. Yeah. So I can't buy a certain caliber of brakes until I reach a certain level. That or sounds like a turbo Call of or Duty a, crap. It's horrible. The the fun thing about Forza was like, oh, if I have the points, if I have the money, I can upgrade my car. It's all there. I can see all my upgrades. I can scope out what I want to accomplish once yeah. I get enough points. And the thing is too is like once I get enough experience, you know, trying to get the money to buy all these parts, I'm going to start knowing what I want. Mm-hmm. So once I'm like 60 hours in the game, for example, and I get a brand new car, now I'm locked out of all these things. Like I know what path, I know what's good, but I'm locked out of it until I level up this car and I have to wade through the shit of this car until I can get the good parts. See, like that's the thing, and, the, and this is similar to what I was just talking about with Diablo, where it's like, 
companies are are like artificially bloating their yes. stuff to make you play more, to make you do this, and it's not fun. And I understand that like there's some boardroom somewhere with like a line and a whiteboard, and they're like, well, we have to get this many hours on a daily basis to get this money, whatever. But like, don't underestimate the fun. If you take yep. out all the BS and take out all the crap and just make it fun and make it feel like I can't believe they're letting me do this. Yeah, that's a that's a great feeling a hundred percent of the time. And it's like it's not this. I mean, it's like apples and oranges because like Diablo Four obviously is like very different experience, right? Like this is supposed to be hyper realistic, whatever. But tell me what's hyper realistic about leveling up a car and being locked out of yeah, automobile yeah. parts. It's like no, if I can afford the fucking car or the part, I can buy the part. Right. And if you want to talk about like, oh well you have to have experience with how it handles or whatever. It's like, yeah, you just did that. You yes. got the parts that you wanted. Yes. Put them on another, like, yeah. Or I'm, let's I'm say you're you. some rich kid and you buy all these parts and you start crashing your car. That That's as realistic sure. as it gets, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, what are we talking about here? Yeah. So I hate the leveling system. I think it's the worst thing about the game. Um, and then I guess some more specific grapes. Um, on a technical level, the game runs really weird on pc at least like i haven't played on xbox i heard on xbox it's actually pretty smooth but like digital foundry's video they said it was pretty good but like on pc man the cutscenes are atrocious my frames go down to like 15 on the cutscenes. so you have these cinematic cutscenes. they're trying to do all this artsy crap at the yeah. beginning of the game it looks like shit and i and i like can't even skip it half the time I know, yeah, yeah. unskippable so, video. Unskippable, should, and it runs like fucking garbage. So is it a pre-rendered video? It's not like trying to render in a higher... <sighs> I it, it has to be trying to render in something. Why, why would it tank the frames otherwise? Yeah, Unless there's know. a huge data leak or something, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm going to pretend I know what I'm fucking talking about, but like... Well, a memory I can't leak wouldn't... Of, you would memory see leak. that elsewhere. Like, it wouldn't be just I don't that. even know. I don't know. Yeah. Um... The driving itself, I experienced pretty smooth. I know Tyler's run into issues where the world was disappearing or it something. It was 120 frames as the world was disappearing. <laughs> I know I, from what I've seen online, like the track will disappear. It That's what happened black. To me. It just went black, yeah. I know like the winter screen, people will disappear. There'll be glitches. So I like the way it runs, it's not clean. It's not clean. And like this is what I said last week, where like if you have the guts to drop the number and say this is Forza Motorsport, this is like definitive, yeah. And, and Need for Speed just did this like less than a decade ago. Yep. So it's not like oh we had no idea this was going to be a thing. Like if you want to do that, like you better make this like the game, right? And like it's not. If Call of Duty dropped it and just said hey we're just calling ourselves Call of Duty, that Call of Duty better be. Yeah, the top tier, you know, like whatever. And it's just, man. Yeah, know. so honestly, game's just super disappointing. I just think there's they're leaving so much on the table too. Like I was just thinking about this so much during my time playing it. It's like, and this isn't fair when you're reviewing a game, I guess. But I'm like, dude, there's such a great opportunity for someone like Tyler or someone like me specifically where it's like, I like cars, I'm not super into the whole motorsport thing. Like I don't watch motorsports or anything, but like I will tell you when I saw Ford versus Ferrari, I looked into the Le Mans, which is the 24 hour race they host in France every year. And then I started looking into these endurance racing circuit things, which is like such a cool 
Like I started getting into it because of this one property that was like, wow, that's really cool. I mean, and they have such an amazing opportunity, especially in a video game format versus a movie. Yeah. To get players into that. Like talk about the history of these tracks. Like when you select the track and like, I mean, they do a little bit talk about these cars. Like, I don't know. Like when you're, when you're in the selection screen and they're talking about the cars before you go into the, the cup or whatever they, you know, the circuit or whatever they call it. Yeah. It's like an advertisement, it seems like, rather than like. Well, yeah, I picked I picked a Civic, yeah. right? Like that's, yeah. I, and I'm sure you picked the Mustang. Uh, the Mustang. Yeah, yeah. But like the Civic, it was like almost the same intro. Like I could almost hear it from every other Forza. Yeah. Where yeah. it's just like, ah, oh, the Civic's a, a tried and true, always, always, you know, tweaking or whatever, like whatever their <laughs> yeah. intro thing was. I'm yeah. Like, this tells me nothing. It's not like just I don't like tell me the history of Honda. How did the Civic come about? What's what's the legacy of Honda's racing team or like something like cool? Something like gets the blood flowing. Like oh man, this is a legacy. This is like. This goes back forever. That was what was cool about Ford versus Ferrari, right? Yeah. Like, oh man, like a hundred years ago, like America did this amazing thing where they won this race. They thought it was impossible. They made this amazing car, the Ford GT. Um, I don't know. So I, I just think there's an opportunity to talk about the cars, to talk about the tracks, the history of the tracks, to talk about how how racing works. Like, not in a boring way. Like you'd have to do it in an, in an engaging and exciting way. And of course that's easier said than done. But like, I think there's such an opportunity there. And then you get people like me who are on the fringe that get them into it, get them into like racing. Like, Oh, this event takes place every year. Here's how it works. Like here's, yeah. you know, historically the manufacturers who are the best at these events and here's what makes it so difficult or whatever. Right. I don't know. I just think there's a missed opportunity there. And that kind of goes into like the parts too. I think I would love to see just more detail in the parks parts. Like you have like racing brakes and like regular brakes instead of like here's Brimbo brakes. Like here's the manufacturer. Yeah, like it really like go in depth. Like that it looks the same as Horizon. I know it's a little bit more in depth than Horizon, but like just go crazy with it. Maybe it's a licensing thing. You can't get the manufacturers, but if you can get the cars, I don't know why you couldn't get the manufacturers. But it's like yeah. Here's a V12 blah 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 engine. And then it'll maybe it gives you a fucking description of like here's what that means. Here's what here's why there's an advantage picking an engine like this or a disadvantage. And it's like I just think you can get people more into the sport that way, right? Mm-hmm. It just interests them. So long rant there. Forza is like super disappointing. What, what did Forza get on Open Critic? 84. 84. So just mid-level uh 84 is like a solid silver in our system. Um, 84 is a epic, uh, an orange guy, top tier. Is it? Yes, yes, that's where it starts. Um, okay, which I don't think it belongs in that tier at all. No, if anything, it's like a purple. I'll give yeah. it a purple because, like, here's the thing I think the driving's good, I think it's it's tight, I think it looks good when it's running well. It looks good, it's a good looking yeah. game. The cars look awesome, I love the ray tracing, but. Just disappointing. It's more disappointing. Like, you have to always remember, like, just because something's disappointing doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. But, man, was this disappointing. It's a shame. Yeah. What was the, like, what's the highest Xbox game recently? That's, like, a AAA, like, from Xbox, like... Define recently. Like, last year? Not, dude, the I, don't, last year. I don't know. Since, for the, I don't know, past five years. Gears? Uh, Gears 5. Yeah. 
Was that five years? I feel like it's been longer than that. I was going to say like Starfield. Might be on the, I don't know. On the long end of five years. I think it's within five years. Yeah. That's wild. I don't know. Yeah. Halo's Halo count? Yeah, Yeah, um, of course it does. I I forget what Halo got. What would Halo get? 89 maybe. Yeah. I don't think it hit 90s, but meanwhile. Halo Infinite was good though. Yeah. It was fine. But again, it's not. Not finished. Yeah. Yep. It's fucking crazy. It's messy. You get these polished games from Sony, and Microsoft is like... Because they have Game Pass. They have all the money in the world. They're a yeah, Bond villain, just, dude. They literally... They're crawling can- across the line. I, just, but, I don't know. But, and this is the, the transition, is you have all these indie games that are coming out that are great, and I played <clears throat> uh, Cocoon, which yep. is the... If you played Limbo or Inside, and it's you know like a puzzle game, and that game is very cool. It's like kind of like isometric top down and stuff. And it's puzzle. So like you don't like puzzle games. I don't know how much you would necessarily like this one per se. Um, but it's the kind of the cerebral like world in a world in a world type of thing. So like you're this little bug and you go around, you know, this world and you get this like marble, right? And you, if you put the marble on this pad, you can actually jump into the marble so like you you start off in like a desert world and you find a green marble and you put the green marble in a pad you jump into like a forest world and then there's like a almost like an insect world and like a white world and stuff so it's like you have like orange green purple um, and white and you have all these worlds but the the weird thing is you can take like the green marble bring it into the orange world but then you can jump out of the orange world grab the orange marble and bring it into the white world. So then the white world has orange and green. So oh. you have to like layer all these things on top of it to like solve puzzles and stuff. Yeah. And each marble gives you special abilities and powers and things like that. There's really no story. I'm sure you could kind of derive some sort of story if you really wanted to make something up. Right. But it was like a tight four or five hour experience depending on how quickly the puzzle clicked with you and, and stuff. But Really like it's a perfect example of looks really good, great art style. The movement's really good. Um, just like the little tiny animations and the way that the like the light shimmers on certain things and the subtle ways of like you just know what world you're in because of like the subtle colors and how everything goes. So like with no talking, no text, no nothing. It's all just you're in the game and you're doing things to figure it out. Really, really well done. And, but that's a perfect example of how polished that game is. And granted, this is their third one to, you know, whatever. But, like, it's a huge difference between a tight, polished, well-designed experience versus just something that's, like, triple-A bloat, this has to be a games-for-service, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, it's just... I feel like Microsoft is almost the DC... Of <laughs> right, that's fine. Like it's it's like if you're if you're looking at these indie titles as like <clears throat> the TV show or like these small experiences or these yeah. one-off Joker movies or whatever. Right, right. Microsoft does that really well. Yep. Where Sony is closer to Marvel, where they're just doing these like big blockbuster hits, and they don't really bother with a lot of like the little guy stuff. But man, they hit these like AAA things out of the park. So I don't know. That's a good it was, analogy. It, it was really good. It, I, if you, if you're into puzzle games at all, I think Cocoon is worth playing. Like, I, is it in my top ten for this year? It's a it's a stacked year, so I don't know if it's necessarily going to make it. But right. it's it's good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, the priorities are different, right? 
Yeah. Maybe I don't, it's hard to pinpoint what it is too. Like, is it the pressure? Is it the deadlines that these AAA studios are under? Is it just the priorities, right? Like maybe they're just focusing on the wrong things. It's just money. I, I think if you, if you look at, and I'm not saying this is for Forza, but if you look at a lot of games and a lot of like the, the development cycle and stuff like that, like, People are leaving studios constantly. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, this person left. And then there's always like a little blurb of like, oh, but all the writing was done, so it's not a big loss. Or, oh, well, yeah, but this is further along, so it's in a good spot. They, they can leave. And it's the same. It's always bad. Like, it was the same thing with Diablo, where the people left and all that stuff happened with Blizzard and stuff, and they gotten, and then they brought in the Gears of War guy to, to finish it off and whatnot. And it's just like, if you look at what's happening in studios and, and like creative differences and this person leaves and this person comes out and it's like, you can see where, Oh, this just stalled. And there's only so much you can blame with like COVID. Cause like you're starting to see a lot of like the issues with COVID finally like cropping up of like, okay, this was delayed forever or this came out and it was just a mess. Cause we didn't know how to work remote, whatever. But yeah, like if you specifically with Diablo specifically with um, uh, like, I mean, look at like mass effect. Look at Dragon Age. Look at everything with Bioware. Yeah. You know, it's just like people are leaving left and right. Everything in Blizzard, like Warcraft, like Metzen just came back yep. uh, because that thing is just so, not, I don't want to say dead in the water. People love that game, but it's just like things are stalled everywhere because like there's no yeah. new like, oh, I'm thinking. That's why I, I love the indie world is because that's the only place that, that I feel is novel and still moving forward in some ways or still taking a genre and turning it on a, on its head or creating new cool experiences. Yeah. I I don't think it's I don't think it's hopeless. Like look at Larian dude, like they're just killing it obviously. Sure. I yeah. mean and that's like an outlier I guess, but even like CD But they're Project- not publicly traded, right? Like they're yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that's a that's a different CD Project Red, like say what you will about the launch of Cyberpunk, they doubled down. Mm-hmm. committed to it and that game is in such a fantastic spot like it doesn't forgive the launch of the game but man did they stick with it and make who sure are, who are they owned by they're they're on their own too so it was more CD? of like a pride thing uh, yeah they gotta be owned by someone right i don't think any developer puts a game out yeah. gets middling or poor reviews and then says to themselves like oh well I'm sure every single developer <clears throat> takes it personally to some degree and wants to put out the best thing or fix the best thing or of course. N- just knows, right? Of course. It's not that. It's just like it's a very clear distinction when you see the publisher come in, Microsoft, EA, whatever, and be like, no, this has to go out at this point because we have to hit I don't our, know, dude, our like, bottom line. Mass Effect 3, they were kind of defending their work a lot. You know what I mean? They were like, no, this is this is good. Ah, Slowly yeah. Well, not really. I mean, like he's back also in the, gone, and it's also that like, was like a decade ago. What can you say? Yeah, I don't know. You know, like but they were like, oh, you, you know, I don't know. They put it. They put out that slideshow. I'm just still traumatized. I don't know. Yeah, I just like bringing that up because I <laughs> hate everything. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, of course, like as an artist, you want that. It is personal, right? Like, it's it's a hundred percent personal. You know, you're putting all this work into it and you're putting your own soul into it, right? Mm-hmm. More or less it sounds dramatic, but that's the artistic world. But, um, yeah. So like people don't like it. People like are ripping it apart. 
absolutely that's got to be terrible feeling and be very personal and you want to definitely fix that like immediately yeah like I, i'm just I'd saying imagine. like whenever we're like crapping all over a game we're not saying like oh the developers are no, poor or anything no. like that it's just like you know like i'm sure there's a million different things that happen and and whatnot i just it's hard to believe that a lot of the stuff that comes out people are just like oh we had no idea right like i think yeah. there's like a give and take on like we have to either hit our deadline like is putting a game out with bugs more of a detriment or less of a detriment than losing uh that's the where profits the profits from yeah. the quarter or doing whatever. Like, so the whiteboard it, comes in, man, and it and it yeah. has to be the ladder or whatever you said, yeah. right? Like, it yeah. has to be. We put the game out; it's not at one hundred percent. We're gonna incrementally patch it, but we're gonna hit our. Uh, I just hate what it does. Stockholder to, meeting or whatever. But it's like that's the the accepted thing, and this is why people like when people are like pushing back against Larian, right, and saying like, "Well, you shouldn't expect this type of like why." Explain to me why. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, it's it's possible. We saw it's possible. And I understand, like, the critique is like, oh, it's just not a realistic development cycle. It's like, well, look, there, this is, like, what Larian did is how early access should work. Like, you see all this early access bullshit where the game just never comes out? Mm -hmm. Like, Star Citizen? Like, if you ever invested money into Star Citizen, you're, you're gullible uh -huh. and got scammed. Yeah. Like, straight, yeah. they stole your money. And that game's never going to get finished. So, like, if you gave them even a dollar, it's like you literally crumpled up a George Washington and threw it in the trash bin yeah. because it was a straight Ponzi scheme. Uh huh. Game looks great though. Yeah. yeah it looks fine. like the graphics on it look great. Runs like crap, but yeah, sure. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, early access. It's like that's how you actually do it. Like that game was out for years. They were refining it, refining it. They, they do an amazing job of listening to player feedback, mm -hmm. adjusting things. Like if you look at the initial conception of that game, they didn't have any dice rolls in it. They didn't have a lot of the you know spells that we know from D&D. &D. They didn't have a lot of this stuff where players are like, no, you need this, you need this. And they just... Like Carlac looked completely different. Yeah, yeah. right? Like yeah. go back and look at the, like the uh, I don't want to say alpha, but like whatever. Mm -hmm. Is that a beta at that point, I guess? Uh, whatever like go look at that game initially totally different game mm -hmm. and act one was so polished because they had years of that feedback and like you get to act three there's more bugs and whatever but i think it's still a great game um but my point my whole point to this is like if they can do it why can't other people do it like they're right. saying that that's not realistic but they did it and they did it correctly which means Anyone should theoretically be able to do that yeah, correctly. It's, it's not realistic to big publishers' demands of we need this to generate X amount of money. We need by X, X amount need, of date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, in that respect, sure. But that's not like you would be hard pressed to find a gamer that's like, no, no, no. I I have to have my my Call of Duty. I don't care what state it's in. Give it to me in November. Like, you would have to be hard-pressed Well, I don't know, dude. Like, remember when Cyberpunk was coming out and they delayed it and delayed it? People were getting mad, dude. Like, after the third delay? Well, that's because they kept like delaying Yeah, to, sure, they kept delaying it, but it was it was one of those things like, just stop. Yeah, like, don't, don't give a date. Don't give yeah, a date. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's not that's, hard. Yep, yep. That, like, I remember Skull that. Skull and Bones is the exact same thing. Yep, same thing. Like, Wait. it's becoming a meme where it's like, dude, if you just, like, don't... don't delayed indefinitely. Yeah, just delayed like, indefinitely. 
Well, you can't see. That's the thing is you can't say that because then people just think, oh, it's going to get canceled or whatever. It's just like, no, indefinite means indetermined. I'm just okay. Just say delay. Yeah, it's delay. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just like, hey, sure. we're, we're making it the best experience. Of yes, us. and then that's it. All and you he did say. that with Starfield, and it still isn't like, yeah, like it's, Starfield took another year or something. I mean, like you just refined the sneaky archer, and I'm telling you that game. <laughs> I'm you laugh. I'm telling you that game's better. I feel pretty confident that that game is out and done and they're never going to like they'll, they'll give you the because they have to yeah. right like they have to do the yeah. dlc because people paid for it yes. but i think they're done with it you might be right i'm huffing the hopium but what i did say initially was like i think modders will save the game but yeah, but they but it then, has to be worth that's saving. Nothing to do Bethesda. Like modders, I think it is. I I, I don't modders will do it, and we don't have to. Rehash, the sandbox but, yeah. is there. Like it's there. The framework's there. But you have to have the player base where modders feel. I'm not saying all modders, but I'm saying like if you're a modder and you're looking at like okay, do I want to develop for Starfield or do I want to develop for Skyrim? And you know Skyrim has X amount of player base, and Starfield's like this big. Who knows. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Unless you well, just want to challenge yourself or try something new, sure. Let's but see what, when the modding tools come out next year, let's see what happens. Sure. I, but that's another thing is like, happens. it's just, it's wild that they know how important that is. And it's just like, I, I honestly, I got to go back and check. Like, did they get the FOV slider in there? Do they have DLSS? Yeah. They were going to. Did they ever actually patch it in? Or is it just one of those things that just kicked, kicked down the road? Right. Where's Redfall? They said that they were going to fix that game. Shit, dude. Well, we knew that was did, a lie. No, right. But they said, oh, we're, we're working on the 60 frames. Like, that will get patched in. I think they did do that. Did they? I thought so. All right. How's, how's Halo doing? Is Forge officially out yet? Or is that still dude, in beta? Halo. You know what I mean? But, like, it's these, it's these, like, Halo oh, is we'll good, too. Promise, 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 promise. And we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it until. Halo was good, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's you the don't thing. Think that, so? No, no, no. It, I, it is, but it's just like Ugh. there's no co-op in, in a game that is like that's Halo. From, that's what we all remember is right. playing split-screen co-op with our friends. Yeah, I don't even care about split-screen well, co-op. Yeah, it's but just you know co-op. what I mean. But that, that's like <laughs> it's when, when we think about Halo, you think about playing with your cousin on yeah. Legendary. Yeah. You 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 did the midnight release. You went home. You played Halo. Yeah. Like that's the memories you have, and it's like. It's not going to be in the core game. Mm-hmm. Like you're literally the whole point of us beating this cow to death with a paddywhack, a knickknack, mm-hmm. a knickknack, beating this cow till it's dead is like we're we're the legacy of Halo. We're like, hey, remember when Halo was awesome and you were in high yep. school and things for you were drinking Mountain Dew and shotgun and Red Bulls <laughs> and awesomeness. Yeah. yeah. Cheeto dust on your hands and playing games and Doritos all over the place. That's the the whole point. Is, and it's like you don't have like the key. I don't know. Is what I'm saying makes sense? Yeah, but that's that's the thing is and they're forge, getting away from that. It's just it's like why can't I play cops and robbers in Halo? If you have to start dividing your game, Call of Duty's not Call of Duty's technically a little above board, but they're like. Oh, here's early access for like the campaign. Like they're just splitting things out and doing yeah. these different things I because hate it. because they have like twelve. Like I was doing the beta, and there was like twelve different developers working on it. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's Infinity War, and they got the big one, and then it's like eight other logos on the screen with tra- from Treyarch to Sledgehammer to Ravensoft, whatever. It's just like 
Dude, how many it's like people the Super do you have Smash Bros of to development? Do, dude, it is such. A, <laughs> Everyone's there. I was disappointed. I it, yeah. it was playing that beta. It was like okay, like my cousin was into it, which is fine. It was Call of Duty, and I did really well playing the beta. But man, is it like it's not a step. It's you get a couple of new maps, a couple of new yeah. guns, whatever. Yeah. But it's all, literally aren't they all like old maps. It's Modern Warfare too. Yeah. Yeah, and, that and one's the, my warfare too. Yeah, but I it's the know, same thing. It's like you aren't doing enough to be like, like, yeah, you change the font back to the original font to evoke some sort of nostalgia thing, which isn't wrong, and it, that felt good. But like for whatever reason, maybe this is just me, but like bullets whizzing past my head sounded more like lasers than anything. And I'm just like, what is this? And then like, that's surprising because Call of Duty is usually like it had great amazing Modern sound Warfare design. had amazing sound design. Yeah, Modern Warfare Two is like okay, it's getting a little weird, and then Modern Warfare Three, it's just like it's not a step. It's it's DLC. Like it is DLC that you are paying yes. seventy dollars for, but they're putting a three after it. it. It's a scam. It blows my mind. Yeah, and it's seventy. Yeah, and when you have the beta out, not on Game Pass. Not on Game Pass. Yeah. No, not until next year. Yeah. Um, wow. At least I, I, there's an article that came out. I didn't read it. Um, That's crazy. And it's it's one of those things like when you have a beta comes out and it's like, oh, we have five maps. And one of those maps is Rust, which is already in Modern Warfare 2. Yep. It's so not. It's a scam. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Gaming's in a weird spot, dude, which is like, uh, I don't know. And the funny thing is we, we had like one of the best years in gaming in like the last decade or ever. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to do that top five because there, there are a lot of really good years, but I, and look, call of duty is fine. It's more call of duty. I just, I hate the fact of I got to pay $70 to play with my cousin. Like that that annoys me. No, I look, I'm with you, dude. Call of duty has always been just kind of (laughs) scummy. They're getting more and more that way. Like the, the UI still sucks. The uh, honestly, the, fun, the funny thing is, the beta actually had good UI because it was stripped down. It was just like a yeah, right. But it's a perfect Simplicity. example of to play that game. I had to launch Modern Warfare Two. Yep. I had to click Modern Warfare Three. Yep. Closes Modern Warfare Two. Launches Modern Warfare Three. New shaders have to compile. Yeah. And it's just like uh, okay, dude. Like, even Cyberpunk, bro. You got to do the CD Project Red launcher. Yeah. I hate it's, that. Why do we live in the world like it's corporate stuff? Making man. your own launcher is actively makes me not want to buy shit from you. Yeah, like when you advertise all this shit in your stupid fucking garbage launcher, it makes me not. Want, I want to actively boycott it because you're making me do this launcher. Buying dude, a game it. on a platform, so buying a game on Steam that yeah. then forces you to open up yes. a different launcher. And, and, but that's all corporate crap, man. I hate it, dude. They should give you a warning on Steam, too. Because, like, I had to do that for they Rainbow Six do. Siege all they, the time. Yeah, they do. There's, like, a little disclaimer now. Like, I'll say, like... Not back in Rainbow Six Siege. I, I don't remember back then, but... It's, like, every time I got to I click it on Steam, and here comes Ubisoft. I still can't get uh, Ubisoft Plus. Yeah, I keep trying to do it and it keeps airing out. And I'm like, dude, I don't. I've tried two cards. I'm like, I'm not gonna. I'm trying to give you money, yeah, so I can play your game. And you're like, no, no, give me the fifty dollar. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not paying that. No. Yeah, it's. I don't know, man. There's just a lot of scummy things, and and that's what happens. Like when when things go mainstream, the corruption comes in, the greediness comes in. It's just how life works. It's like disappointing, but. You know, I don't want to be too negative about it because, like I said, this is one of the best years in gaming we've ever had. It's up there. 
Like it's you can't good, deny yeah. that. There's so many amazing quality games. That's why I'm like positive on the outlook of gaming, the gaming industry, because I just think that in the end, there will be people out there who are going to put amazing products out. There's going to be another story to tell. There's going to be another piece of technology to showcase. There's going to be another mechanic that performs amazingly well, that's unique and, and feels amazing to play, and it's just fun. Mm-hmm. I just think, you know, that's, that's the optimist to me. Like, that always wins out against, like, the corporate. Like, they're going to try to monetize that shit, but there will always be examples that shine through, whether it's through indie or Sony or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just think, you know, you can't – it's like nature, man. You can't stop it. It's going gonna, it's gonna <laughs> to grow somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for our Game of the Year discussion this year. I think we played a fair number of games. It's going to be really We'll tough. have to come up with some good uh, categories. Game yeah. of the Year, I think I think we're pretty much lined on it. But, like, who knows? Maybe we'll, you know, we'll have honorable mentions and things like that. But yeah, I, I really want to talk through, like, sound design and best moment in the game and, and different things like that. Like, I mean, and I'm not saying this counts, but, like, playing Diablo and just being like, dude, we can just keep going. Like, cause it's like whole, like we're just keep something, yeah, something yeah. the boss, something the boss. That realization. Like, yeah. 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 It's like, that's pretty cool. Hey that's dude, I'm good. look, I, that's what it's all about, man. Yeah. That's like, that's like games. Yeah. It doesn't have to be realistic. It doesn't have to be the best looking game ever. It's just like, you can have a little pic- you feel pixelated happens. diver. Yeah. yeah. Sir, Steven, sir, Shusi. Like on paper, that sounds so stupid, but it's yeah. like, and it's an amazing experience. Yeah. That's why I liked Resident Evil so much. It was like, hey, remember when games were just wacky and fun? Capcom's like weird. Yep. Leon's just like this cringe. And it was on rails guy, and but tight it's and like funny. Go to point A and point it's B. T- it's things, tight. It's the mechanics like, are good. Yeah. yeah. It's not like a realistic. It's not like a Last of Us. Although Last of Us, is like a great, you know, games. You remember Hogwarts came out this year. <laughs> Hogwarts is a great, yeah. great game. Like yeah. all the pressure is on that game. Yeah, just I don't want to get into that discussion now. We gotta wait. Yeah, but fair enough. It's gonna be a fun one. I'm curious, like what Jeff thinks. He always manages the disagree with his homework. Yeah. Well, yeah, he does his homework. Me and Jeff are pretty much opposites. I fire from the hip. I like clownfish. He prepares. Yeah, hates clownfish. Yeah. Fucking hates them. talking about like last week's episode. Yeah. Salty. Couldn't tell. Look, I'm happy with Uncle Phil being number one. Spoilers. But <laughs> like to say that Marlon didn't belong on the list, that's crazy to me. He's not on my list, but I know, but it's yeah. but you I don't know. You hate finding Nemo. You didn't get hugged enough as a child. Like I get it. Yeah. But don't take that out on the clownfish. I, look, man, it's on the list. I want to. I, I gave you that. I know. All right, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> if you made it this far, we appreciate it. Little uh, nice chill episode. Chill episode. A little rant, ranting. <laughs> but it's good. Sometimes it's cathartic to get that out. Yeah. Top five spaceships. I wrote it down. Yeah, yeah it's a good one. Maybe, maybe we next week. M- yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, check us out. Couchcompany.games. All of our stuff's on there. The podcast is on there. We have our top fives on there, which might need to be updated. Um, yeah, I didn't put the fathers yet. 
We had to put that on. I already spoiled it. So check it out there. You can see our other top fives. You want to get angry unreasonably. Um, and we have our game. Like we rated our games um, on there. Tyler redid it all. It looks really nice. It's on our Notion board. So check that out. And check us out on Twitter at CouchCo Games. Star Wars sweeped this week. Sweeped. Yeah. Sweep. I haven't checked it recently, but this afternoon. I'm not upset about Star Wars. It's close, just, right? Yeah. Like, it's close. Yeah. Both iconic, amazing soundtracks. But I do think, like, John Williams is the GOAT movie yeah. sound. Like, that's, you can't argue that. Yeah. But I don't know. All right, that's it. That's all we got. Um, yeah, we're going to be here, same time, same place, next week. Thanks for joining us on the couch.